welcome back. This is uh, your host, Attorney Alan Edmonds, and uh, I'm an attorney that practices national security law as well as merit systems protection and military law, and specifically military discharge upgrades. We have been speaking uh, for the past uh, six or seven months on security clearance uh, appeals. Specifically, we've been referring to Directive 5220.6 or the National Security Adjudicative Guidelines, commonly referred to as SEAD number four. And today I want to uh, talk about a specific agency. Some of you have asked, well, we know you do cases with DOHA, Defense Office of Hearings and Appeals, and we know that you handle FBI and CIA cases and Department of Energy and the State Department and military components. But how about National Reconnaissance Office, NRO? So today we are going to talk about NRO. And we have an actual case that I'm using. It's still pending, but it's an interesting case. Uh, The first thing that you notice about NRO cases is that they give you notification that they're disapproving your clearance or revoking your clearance. And they do this by letter. And it comes from James Elder, uh, who handles all of these uh, three-letter agency type notices, uh, with the exception of uh, NSA. So James Elder writes this letter to you, uh, the security clearance applicant or holder, and he says that um, the National Reconnaissance Office uh, disapproved your request for a security clearance dated blank. And this letter provides specific reasons for the decision and instructions for requesting a review. Now, this is not the standard format of a statement of reasons, an SOR that you'd get from DCSA at Fort Meade. And it's often not the same format that other three-letter agencies use. So you really have to read this carefully. And I've talked to you about DOD Directive 5220.6. And now I've told you on numerous occasions that different agencies slap a different cover page on the same content of the 13 guidelines. And they call it something different than DOD Directive 5220.6, and that's the case here. The SEAD is an abbreviation for Security Executive Agent Directive 4, and uh, that is basically the National Security Adjudicative Guidelines. And these are effective 8 June 2017, and here we are in June of 2023, and they're still using the same directives. So you get these notices in the form of a letter from NRO, and you have to read it very carefully because they don't break out the specific guidelines that other agencies like DCSA at Fort Meade do. The format of an SOR from Fort Meade is they specifically use paragraphs and they tell you the guideline that is going to be utilized to uh, revoke your clearance. And in this case, uh, the guideline that uh, my client is facing is uh, number one, alcohol consumption. And you know from our uh, 
previous podcasts that that's guideline G. The second guideline that uh, NRO references is uh, personal conduct, and personal conduct is a major catch-all that the agencies use to revoke or deny a clearance, and that's guideline E as in Edward. So you have to read this carefully. And this agency, NRO, does not give you a copy of the adjudicative guidelines. They don't even give you a copy of the mitigating factors in their notice. In fact, they often say, we didn't find any mitigation uh, in your record, and they close the door on it. So they give a description under alcohol consumption, and uh, they talk about uh, a narrative of facts that they have uh, assembled. And in this case, there were two DUIs. And then they talk about job contact and termination from previous uh, positions, but they don't give you dates. They give you no specific information about uh, job history, terminations or resignations. And uh, so you have to be very, very aggressive in your response to this letter. And you have to be very specific about the response relative to your discussion of mitigating factors. Now, what you should do, and what I hope you'll do, is that you'll call me at 800-481-2526. The Edmonds Law Firm has been helping active duty and civilians for over 46 years. And we are experts at responding to these notices from all the agencies, all the government agencies, uh, all the uh, military components, Air Force, Army, Marines, Navy. Um, we have worked with all of them. And we've worked with the Department of Energy and the State Department, etc., just to name a few. Your formal response is extremely important. And what you say in that response is extremely important. And often, as there is in this case with NRO, there's allegations that are not totally accurate, nor do they explain the behavior. They're just raw accusations about what was done, and there is no real uh, mitigation or any statement, even though they may have had that uh, information, there is no real statement that uh, the applicant for the clearance had taken any steps to mitigate uh, or correct the allegations and concerns. So that's important, but that's my job. That's my job. If you call us at 800-481-2526, I'm going to assign this case to a legal team, and we are going to work with you And we're going to put together a formal response that will be about 20 to 30 pages long. You have an opportunity with your written response to end this case as far as the agency is concerned. What does that mean? You have an opportunity to have the clearance reinstated. I admit it doesn't uh, happen often, but it happens with our law firm. And we post those uh, results on our website. 
at alanedmonds.com or nationalsecurityclearances.com. We also discuss those cases when we get them. That is a favorable decision from a written response. We discuss those cases on our podcasts, and we also discuss them on our YouTube video. So there's two resources for you. The YouTube videos are amazing. And uh, some of them are only two minutes long, and some are much longer. Uh, They're on YouTube under Edmund's Law, and uh, you should just spend some time going through them because it's a culmination of my experience. I've done over 3,500 cases before agencies and courts, marshals, and uh, discharge review boards and security clearance cases, and they're very, very factual and concise and educational. And then we have a longer dissertation for you where we get into uh, specifics on cases like we're doing right now. And they appear on Spotify and Apple under podcasts. And uh, they're there for you. I post every week and uh, different cases that come to me. Or many of you send in questions and you want to know answers. And I think sometimes the questions are so numerous on the same topic that I turn it into a podcast or I might turn it into a short YouTube video. And uh, that's just a service that I offer to all of you uh, to help you understand the process, but more importantly, help you understand the seriousness of what the government is doing, as NRO did in this case, when they issue these letters, that's a broadside attack on your clearance. And as all of you know, if you lose your clearance, you lose your job. And trying to get back a clearance is very, very difficult. You can do it. You can file a request for reconsideration, but that's very difficult. And it's largely dependent upon factors that uh, occurred after your denial of the clearance. So the Edmonds Law Firm, we help people navigate the SF-86, the EKIP, which is the application. We help people answer interrogatories. Uh, the agency, as a prelude to issuing a statement of reasons, will ask an applicant to answer specific written questions. And I have spoken about them earlier in podcasts, and I I liken them to a stick of dynamite. You've got to be totally careful what you say and how you say it in answers to interrogatories, and you should call us. We quote a flat fee that's very modest for answers to interrogatories. And then we go on to uh, the formal response SOR, and then we go on to the actual hearing. Even NRO offers a personal appearance, and uh, Other agencies offer a more formal appearance with an administrative judge and a U.S. attorney. And then, uh, as I have said previously, you never, never want to waive your right to a uh, hearing or personal appearance. Uh, We do a written response, but uh, we request the personal appearance because that's your best opportunity uh, for your attorney and you to uh, receive a favorable decision. If you go in by yourself, you're going to just be devastated at the treatment you receive uh, in the courtroom. So 
The courtroom is a very, very tough environment. I liken it to the octagon. The gloves come off. And the purpose for the government attorney to be in that courtroom is to take your clearance. And he's going to take you on cross-examination. And it's not going to be pretty. You're not going to like it. The, this is not an opportunity where everybody plays nice and everybody thinks you're a wonderful human being. Just the opposite. They're going to come at you with guns blazing and you better understand the environment. So uh, forewarned is forearmed. Get yourself an experienced security clearance lawyer. The Edmonds Law Firm serves people across the United States. 800 481-2526. We're here for you. Give me a call. This is attorney Alan Edmonds. I'd love to help you. Thank you.